0: Welcome to Warren Radio, with your hosts, The Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower, here with The Watchman, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com And you can find Warren Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parler, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and DanaGlenSmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warren-usa.com and com. Do not miss this post, The Law of Change and Bible Prophecy. The Law of Change affects everything that the Lord God created. Our God and Father and our Lord Jesus Christ stands unmovable amidst this change. Do not miss this post, Way of Truth false prophets and heresies. It is a prophetic battle awakening to the truth. We look at the America today in its its in trouble from the highest murder rates, political fights over more abortion, and endless immorality. Do not miss this post, Prophetic Winter of Our Discontent. We move from the pages of John Steinbeck's acclaimed novel to the words of a Shakespeare play and on to the current events in America. And do not miss this post on warn-usa.com. Do not miss this post. Advocacy, Persecuted Church, Iran, Sudan, Filani Classic at WARN Radio. This is a classic WARN Radio episode We cover the not-so-popular pandemics as persecution continues. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. It's a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising details a takeover of America. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We continue the story of of Mac, a former black ops sniper. He battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Having escaped death many times, can Mac save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of *The Rising*. Go to danaglinsmith.com where you'll find the book links to the book, and you can also sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter. So go to DanaGlennSmith.com And now I welcome in the Watchman.
0: You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com and also follow us on twitter find us on instagram and join us on linkedin
1: greetings
0: welcome to a chilly rainy fall like Friday. And uh, of course September weather is the weather of football. Growing up you got into September fall football. College football. And it was not unknown to be a little chilly at the games. It also wasn't unknown that it would be a little hot at the games. So we were in the fall time when it can be perfect weather, can be a little chilly, and it can be really hot. But we went through the summer and uh, we had some, for us around here, long stretches of hot. So that's the update on the weather. We're going to be getting into October and usually by the time Halloween rolls around we've had at least one snow and one good cold spot. Then it can warm up and it can be nice all the way through December. So at any rate Around the world, there's a lot of issues, and, uh, you know, we are on a number of social sites. I'm not on as many as I used to be, and that's for a reason. I don't need to be. I don't want to be. And uh, the more I'm on social media, the more I don't like it. And because most people, and I even find myself doing the same thing, scrolling. And, uh, you know, there is no way you can pay attention to much of anything except some of that news that seems to pop up all the time. But we do it to put our... (coughs) Our articles and our episodes of our radio shows on there. And every once in a while I will comment on an article. Usually I don't comment on articles. I comment on, uh, you know, news that's happening and things like that. And in our articles, when we, when we do this, oh, by the way, you're in a segment of this. <laughs> and uh, this is called the Fruits and Nuts segment because of America is filled with them. And uh, we are doing in-time affliction survival practice. This is part four. And I keep wanting to, you know, fruit and nuts. You know, I like fruit and nuts. But online, there are a lot of fruit and nuts. <laughs> Literally. The Biden administration is filled with them. And I don't say that just to say that. This is serious. And... Uh, there's not a day passes by that Biden doesn't do something that, from our viewpoint, biblically, biblically, is more profane than the next day. And he's got people there that are profane. So if you expect the justice to come out of this administration, you may be hard-pressed now I digress to where we were before social media so when we post stuff and I'm not going to be on there all the time posting I don't have time for it they're just we're filled up our days and working online and taking care of the websites and writing and uh, we also have uh, I do writing as far as books, and I've got, you know, quite a number of books that I've written, but uh, at any rate, busy, you know, and a lot of people are busy, and they're busy all the time. There's a few people that get to find time. You know, to enjoy a little more stuff. And uh, so when we, when I put these articles on, I always include a little paragraph meant to catch their attention so they can, well, you know, maybe I want to read that. So they go read it. But what i found exclusively for many, 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 many years is that people online are lazy. The most they can do is put a little mim up or put a little smiley face or some other of the little images that are handy that you can just stick in a comment. And then there's those who come by that are snarky. That are smart ass. That think they know what they're talking about. And I catch them on it almost all the time. And they will write something on the article. And they haven't even read the article. I know this. And so I call them out on the fact that they're Commenting on something that they haven't read. You need to read the article in order to have the authority to comment with any authority. And there's articles that I, you know, I will read. I don't read a lot of articles. Mainly because they're in a subject I'm not interested in. And most of the news stories, I can get what I need out of it within the first couple of paragraphs. But with our articles, you know, I'll go to mainline news sites and they'll have an article. And within the article, they will have so many ads that it's hard to find the article, literally. And they'll have a full page and a half of ads. And the article may only be 100 words or 200 words. Now, I regularly write. I have thousands of articles, conservatively speaking. Millions of words. (laughs) That's my estimate. That I've written in books. ebooks, and articles. And when I write an article. It will be at least. 90% of the time. It'll be at least. 2,500 words. And a lot of times. I'll get up into the 5,000 word range. And that don't take me days to write. I'm a prolific writer. I can write a lot of words in a short time. Because it's a gift. The Lord gave me a gift many years ago. Matter of fact, I was practically born with the gift. And I know how to write. I may not write what you want to read, but (laughs) I know how to write. So they come up and they will say something on there. And I'll put back, you didn't read the article. And then they want to put something else and argue sometimes. I don't argue on social media. I will comment initially. And if they comment again, I may give a response. But after that, I will never Never quote again. I'll never speak again on that. I'm done. And if they're being a real pain and real snarky, you know, there are words for this. It begins with A-double-S, and you can fill in the rest. I'll just ban them. I don't put up with them. Now, you have a right on social media but I'm not going to su- subject myself to you and the way you are. There's a lot of people uh, that do things. And, and when I'm researching and when I'm on social media, I think see things and I will read or uh, preview it, and then I'll get off of it for information. For helping with the shows and things. But there's some stuff that is filthy. It is rank propane. It is godless. And we live in a society where there is no such thing as being godless. It's being woke. Your woke is going to send you to hell. But I digress again. You know, Revelation 22, I put that on every everything I quote on, just about. When I put in a, a comment in, I will put that in. And that's for a reason. Because in Revelation 22, that's where the Lord gives us what I call, it's part of my own last day marching orders that I believe God has given us. <clears throat> and so it says he that is wicked let him be wicked still he that is righteous let him be righteous still and further on he says for I come quickly my reward is with me that's why he tells them if you're going to be wicked be wicked if you're going to be righteous be righteous but whatever you're going to do I'm going to judge you So in America, we have a good example of that, and worldwide, people are, are going to do. They're going to be wicked, or they're going to be righteous. They're going to be murderers. They're going to be whatever. And the bottom line of it is, the judge will hold them accountable. The Lord. And I'm leading up to the fact that on one of our articles, and I, I don't even know what it was. It was something where I was qu- quoting Hebrews. But at any rate, he didn't like my authorship as far as uh, scholar, being a scholar. Because I said that uh, the Apostle Paul was a writer of Hebrews. I mean, that's okay. But there was a snarkiness about the way that he was short. And again, I know he didn't even read the article, didn't bother to read it. He was just being a smartass. Now, we have words for people like this many times. These are people that hang out on social media. Many of them are professionals. And they will do things just to cause trouble. I don't put up with it. Well, at any rate, so, there's no doubt about Hebrews and the fact that there are people that doesn't think Paul wrote it. Well, I happen to believe he did because I can see within the fact that of how it is written and why it is like that, why Paul did do it. At any rate, the ultimate authority that did write it was the Spirit of God. Even Peter talks about how the inspiration of the Word of God came through the Spirit of God and inspired men came upon them to write the Word of God now I write stuff all the time and I write about God I write about a lot of things from Scripture and I can put it together and write it automatically and I will know I can look at a blank page without even being there. And when God has given me something, I can fill the page up. And it comes from the Lord. And of course, there are some of my opinions in it. Nevertheless, getting back to Hebrews, Justin Martyr quotes Hebrews as being divinely authoritative. And the reason is, in order to be from the apostles, it has to be from an apostle. And they have to establish that fact. And the titles apostle and angel as applied to the Son of God. That in other words, this poured out from the son of God originally through his spirit now Clement of Alexandria you can say he builds on that and so does Jameson Fawcett Brown who writes this he says Clement of Alexandria refers it expressly to Paul that's on the authority of Panteneus, who was chief of the catechetical school in Alexandria. Now that occurred in the middle of the second century, and he said that as Jesus is termed in it, the apostle sent to the Hebrews, Paul through humility does not call himself the apostle to the Hebrews because he was the apostle to the Gentiles. Now see, and and this is important. And, And I'll get to a little more of that in a minute. Clement says that Paul, as the Hebrews were prejudiced against him, prudently omitted to put forward his name in the beginning. Now see, that would be like Paul. There's a reason for that. And also the fact that he wrote the Hebrews in the original Hebrew and that Luke actually translated it into the Greeks, making it the style similar to Acts. And that's why some people had some of the problems. And although it was in Greek, and the fact that Luke translated it, Origen quotes it as Paul's epistle. Now, there was a great amount of issues over the years in the church regarding writings after the apostles left. But you see, with Paul, he well said that to the Jew, he's a Jew. To the Greek, he becomes a Greek. And he goes on to talk about this. And the reason he did that is so that he might win some. And so when he's dealing with the Hebrews, of whom he was himself, He said that he would rather be accursed himself than Israel be lost, the Hebrews be lost. So Paul had a great burden for them. But he went to them and they rejected him and he said, fine, I go to the Gentiles. Your blood be on your own head. But deeply, Paul wanted to reach the Hebrews. And the fact that He didn't come out and put himself in it. He didn't want to be biased from the beginning and other writers. You know, that's what they've written. And so, you know, if you look at the Latin church, now see, we were talking about the Alexandrians. You know, they pretty much recognized that long before the Greeks. Now the Latin Church didn't recognize it as Paul's until as Fawcett says, James and Fawcett Brown say, till a considerable time after the beginning of the third century. And also, uh, Novation of Rome and Cyprian of Carthage and Epict- uh, Terenus, also of the Latin Church. They did that. But in the 4th century, Hilary of Poitiers, uh, that's 368, and <laughs> here's a good one, Lucifer of Cagliari uh, in 371. How would you like a name like Lucifer? Well, but it means light bearer. but we can, you know, connect it with Satan. Ambrose of Milan and other Latins quote Hebrews as Paul's and the and one of the reasons I I just say that is because the fifth the fifth council of Carthage in 419 formally recognized it uh, among his 14 epistles. Now when I'm writing I'm not going to go through a whole treatise on why I think it's Hebrews the point of it is or why it's Paul's point of it is is that if you have a problem with Paul That's between you and Paul That's between you and God But Paul himself would tell you that the ultimate author is the Spirit of God So this is how we can get off and You know, the Jews themselves had problems understanding things. Nevertheless, Hebrews is a magnificent writing. And it has a lot of poeticness to it as far as I'm concerned. And you can also go into, like, Albert Barnes is another commentator. And, you know, he just flatly says that, you know, it was Pauline. And if you want a real long depth, go to the Isby's. If you don't know what they are, well... I've got the volume set. i got a lot of these kind of books. The International Bible Encyclopedia. That's the standard in study in college. And that's the college I went to. I don't know about the others. It has quite, quite a given when you read it. (laughs) So, the bottom line of it is, Is that it's part of the canon of scripture. And the ultimate author is the spirit of God. Sourced from the father and the son. Because if you've seen the son you've seen the father. And they share the same spirit. The spirit of God of course. And the whole issue is, is that when you get on social media, people are like that. He attacked me rather than getting to the matter. Why, why do you say that? Did you even read the article? Do you even know what the article was about? Well, no, of course not. Because he didn't read the article. He doesn't care about the article. And they'll pick up on one little thing. And I get this all the time. This is typical. You know, this is, these are snowflakes. You know, they come up and they find something. They judge you, you know. You know, we've been doing this for, you know, this end time ministry. We're going to be in our 25th year next year. But Tower and I go back to 73 when I first told her what was coming to America. I've known that long. And I know details. I knew it then. I didn't know everything, but I knew enough. For I was told explicitly. And it was confirmed by some visions I had. But I don't talk about that much. Because I don't want people depending on my visions or what I think I saw or heard. I want the Word of God... To get in their hearts and them to find comfort, guidance, and direction through the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. I'm not interested in lifting up myself as anything. I'm just a preacher. I'm a teacher. I'm a child of God. And I've been called to be faithful. I haven't been called to be rich, I haven't been called to be poor, I haven't been called to be the best preacher in the world, the best teacher in the world, or even the best prophet in the world, or, you know, become a multi-millionaire evangelist. I've been called to be faithful, to follow the Lord. That's what I do. But, you know, there is a word in the word of God. You know, there is a word that's pertinent. They used to say, fear God and the prophets. That comes out of the Old Testament. Because you didn't mess (laughs) with these prophets like Elijah and others. You, You didn't mess with them. You were careful. Today, we're not careful. We don't care. There's no fear of God. So that's a little thing on the authorship of uh, of Hebrews. And it's entirely up to you whether you want to study it more or just not worry about it at all. I'm not worried about it. Never was. I don't worry about things like that. So we are in part four. And see, all this stuff really relates. Because part of the survival practice is to believe. And they're based in the word of God. And we have given you definitions of wisdom, prudence, you know, and what the practices are. But they're gleaned out of the word of God through the inspiration of God and also the common sense that God gives us and our human ability and desire to survive, along with The words that the Lord told the apostles themselves. You know, it is given, though, that when you listen to this particular study, or for that matter, any of them, but especially this one, You have to believe and have faith in Jesus Christ as Lord. You have to have repented and seek him. And and truly been born again by the spirit of God. And understand the witness of the spirit. For God himself said, my spirit will bear witness with your spirit. That you are a child of God. You read the Word of God and consider it God's unaltered Word of God. It's the ultimate truth. Now, see, even among pastors, that's hard to do. Back in the 90s, when I was researching a lot of stuff, and, and it was true back then that a lot of the pastors in the UK didn't believe that the Word of God that we consider is the ultimate truth. They didn't consider it to be the word of God. You need to be able to pray and seek the Lord. These are things you should be doing anyway. That's why they're given. It's given that you do this. And when we speak of prudence, wisdom, knowledge... Now, you can have a prudence of the world, a wisdom of the world, and knowledge of the world. So, when I say prudence, wisdom, and knowledge, I'm not telling you to go look it up in Rand Dictionary just to figure out what what we're talking about. Now, we can learn the definitions, but the true essence of this survival has root in the fact that you have... The ability to research, understand, know, and discern prudence, wisdom, and knowledge out of the Word of God. That's what this—it's given that you understand that. If you just want a natural man, a natural man's survival, then go over and watch every show. That the Survivor Man and Bear Gryllis did on survival. But see, this is given absolutely positively that we're going to come to a time in our lives that the powers that be are going to make it impossible for many people to survive. We know for a fact out of the word of God that when the Lord comes back, he will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And when they, meaning those who are the people in charge, the leaders, and I'll tell you why I say that in a minute, that the Lord will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. If those destroyed the earth, guess what? The people living on the earth are what? Well, they're going to be destroyed too, or most of them. And that's specifically pointed out in Revelation. So make no mistake, if you have leaders, and we do today, that seem to be the enemy of the people, that is the point now let me tell you the prudent man is given prudence by God and with that comes faith in God's ability to bring the miraculous deliver the righteous and save the godless if they want to repent the prudent man prepares and has faith in his God that the lord has given to man prudence and wisdom to help him or her survive in the daily struggles of life now all that may sound good but it's not good really because when you're what i'm talking about is when you use this this is life and death situation this is when you look in the face and there's no an escape. Now, see, there's a caveat that is biblical. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. So there is a martyrdom factor there. And if God has determined that you're going to be martyred, you will be martyred. Now, you can appeal that. And ask for deliverance. And Moses. Came up to God and interceded. Many times. Especially when he was ready to destroy. His people that he just delivered out of Egypt. Because they were so stubborn. Because there are coming afflictions on the earth, and they're already here now. And I'm talking about surviving. And, and and there are certain things you need to do. Number one, I pray scriptures. Now, I've got a lot of them, okay? I've got them for healing. Matter of fact, when God called me back into this end-time ministry... I was afflicted physically with an issue. And I spent my days fighting that, rebuking it, and walking around my house, rebuking it, claiming victory. And I got the victory. I was totally healed of it. And although I became totally healed, the enemy would try to give it back to me. And I had to rebuke that too. And so today, Tower and I have a combination that we use. A prayer. Fasting. And also... The things that God has provided. He's provided plants. And herbs for food. And also for healing. So we know herbs and plants. We use the finest essential oils. We take advantage of uh, the ability that we have today through vitamins. To put together regimens. That enhance our own natural immunity. And it doesn't mean that you're never attacked. It means that when you are attacked you have the defenses to get through it alive. So number one I categorically believe and remind myself that I'm not going to open the door to tomorrow with fear. Perfect love casts out all fear, and if I'm in Christ, I am not to fear. Why? Because I can't. If if Christ's love is in me, and it's perfect, then that will cast out all fear. So I'm not going to fear. But I am going to believe that God will make a way for me and my family no matter what comes. Now, the Lord told us, Luke 21, and I just tell him 21 through 26, I think it is. Watch and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So you pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that Johnny and Billy and Susie and Tommy and Andrea would be counted worthy to escape these things that are going to come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And the Lord prays. In a couple of places. One in John. I think it's John 17. Where he says. Father I pray thee. That you would not take them out of the world. But deliver them from the evil. So I pray. Father in Jesus name. According to thy word. When our Lord prayed. Father I pray thee. That you would not take them out of the world. But keep them from the evil. Father keep us from the evil. And again. It's written to deliver us from evil. Deliver us from this evil and and you can bring it out. So that's how I pray the word of God. You do what's comfortable for you. But the bottom line of it is, is you, we include the Lord. And we also have practice here. The Lord told the Apostles. If they persecute you in this area, go to another. The Lord himself, when the Jews were trying to kill him, would not go into Jewry because they sought to kill him, wherever the Jews were. So, if you live in an area where they're seeking to kill you, then get out of there. That's the practice. Many of them, though, today live in areas where they're surrounded by Muslim nations. They can't get out. So you have to believe that God will keep you alive and deliver you from your enemies there. But see, there's again, there's practice here. The fact of the matter is Christians meet in churches and they meet at the same time all the time. So the enemy comes along, they want to get the Christians, well, all of a sudden they're not there. Well, we know they're going to be there on this day and they're going to be there in the morning they'll be worshiping we'll come and we'll hit them when they're not expecting it so that's what they do and they end up going to a church they end up killing a bunch of them then burning it down and people get destroyed see and this even happened in the early early church in Rome because the Christians believed when they started building their edifices and their temples that those things were where the presence of God was, and it would protect them from their enemies. Now, in the beginning, you know, and we're we're talking about Rome here, and the Roman Empire. And you'd have the church when they built the Roman church there. And when the pagans started invading, and they couldn't keep them out, this is when Rome was really having trouble and struggles. They would go into that church, and the pagans wouldn't come in. Then one time they tried it, and this was later on, they invaded, the pagans invaded again, they went into the church and killed everybody. And so eventually, um, there had to be some of the fathers, the fathers of faith... Augustine and others and there's a, a little writing called the city of God trying to explain why God allowed the Christians To get killed in the church But see when you understand what the Lord taught The kingdom of God is within you The temple of God is within you the spirit of God is within you Now it's good to have a church But the bottom line of it is the church it's just a building. And that's where God meets. But it you know, he meets there only because he's in his believers. It doesn't say where two or three churches are gathered together, am I in the midst. He says where two or three of you who are believers, in whom I've been born again and have my spirit, are gathered together, I'm in the midst of you. And the early church, that's why they met in the houses. That's why you'd also find them down by the creek bank. That's why you'd find them in a lot of different places. That's why when persecution came, some of them actually hid in the areas of Turkey, along places that you couldn't even find, because they hid themselves. See, this is survival. And in looking and reporting on the persecuted church, which we do and have been doing for a long time, we found out that when there's a problem in a a nation like that, when Christians or any group is manipulated, oppressed, thrown in prison, etc., etc., or murdered, And a lot of it has to do with Christians. You can always, always trace it to the government. In North Korea, it's the government. In China, it's the government. Even in Russia, it's the government. In Pakistan, it's the government, but it's also the people. And the government is actually trying to solve the issue, which we report on. And in India, it's the government, especially Modi and all of his nationals, Hebrews, uh, Hindus, who want to get rid of the Christians and the Muslims there. See, you can always find that. You can always, always, as far as I'm concerned, connect it to the leaders of the country, invariably, all the time. You know, I think we're about the only nation on earth that has leaders who stay there until they get so old they can barely walk. And they're multimillionaires. And they're way multimillionaires. In other words, their income as a senator or a representative does not give them that kind of money. So where do they get it? They get it through favors and political things. They have to. And the problems we're having in America today, the problems we have right now, is because of a leader, Joe Biden and his minions. It can directly be affected him. You know, you can go back the four years of Trump and that was record-breaking in every way. But they didn't like that. And the reason they didn't like that Is because they were trying to make America great again. They don't want to make America great again. They want to destroy America. They want to get rid of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And that's the struggle we have here. And there's another issue. We are filthy. We are corrupt in this country. And we're not the only country corrupt. But I'm worried about the other countries being corrupt. Because the Christians over there can pray about them. I'm concerned and pray for this country. But see, I've been warning this country for many years, along with Tower, even before we got to this end-time ministry, we were warning America. I was warning people in the beginning. I was warning them in Bible school. And you'd be surprised how quick people in the church turn on you when you tell them judgment's coming to America, and they go, well, why would God judge America? We're perfect. No, you're not, ma'am. You haven't looked straight. But if you're looking for America to save you, you're looking in the wrong place. And I'm telling you, straight out, the survival is not going to happen in America because of America. It's going to happen only because of the Lord. And you're going to survive. It'll depend upon how prudent you are, how much faith you're willing to have, and how you believe God and trust him even unto death. If you get delivered, you're delivered. If you get martyred, you're still delivered. Matter of fact, you're in a better place. So remember, this whole thing is not human prudence. And that's why when we really look at it, I look at Hebrew uh, Proverbs 8.11, For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared with it. And that's what we want is wisdom here, God's wisdom. And a verse right after that, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. I really like this verse because a lot of the inventors, a lot of the people in history are Jews. And, you know, I mean, there, you know, we we can find the impetus of the Jews in the world and their ability And there's also non-secular Jews as well. But I like that. Find out knowledge of witty invention. See, that's really what made America. We had inventors. Luke 21.15 For I'll give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Now, you either believe that or not. And 6.10 of Acts says, And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. See, these verses delineate in Proverbs that you need wisdom and prudence. And then you have knowledge. Luke and Acts, speaking of I will not I will give you a mouth and a wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to gainsay nor resist. That that is proof that this works because when they're speaking in the power of the Holy Spirit the people can't fight them. So the only thing they can do is try to kill him. But see, even the Lord, when they tried to kill him, he moved through the uh, through the crowd and they didn't do anything to him because it wasn't his time. And if you'd have been able to look in the spiritual realm, you would have seen that he was surrounded by warrior angels and they couldn't get close to him. And, you know, you can get some of these visions and go back in the Old Testament and read some of the stuff with Elijah. But see, you have angels. They're all around you. And they're not there just because they're there. They're there for a purpose. So that's why it's important. And I took the time today in this part four to give you a little more about this series and give you some more background as we move on. Because I feel that this kind of a series, and and I've done this before, years ago. And the reason I'm doing it again is because it's been a long time and we need to do it again. You know, you have to literally believe that God can part the waters. You have to believe that God can and will deliver you. So, in all this, I'm telling you, you need to have this mindset of survivability through the Lord. And by using wisdom and prudence, that will help you. And the practice puts it into practice. The bottom line of it is, is that, Every one of us will have to face this at some time or another. America today is awash in lawlessness. People are murdered all the time. And they are corrupt. The churches are not doing their job. Now, I I don't believe they're all like that, but we have a major issue. And I don't hear all the churches getting together and doing anything about it, calling this nation to repentance. I hear a few voices, but not many. So, my friends, take this to heart. Look at those scriptures and if you need or if you have questions, go to our website, warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com, and you can shoot me uh, something from our website. Go to our contact form. It's important. Because make no mistake, God is not asleep, and the Lord is not shaken. But he has shaken the earth. And he's going to shake apart those things that can be shaken. And the things that cannot be shaken are those things by faith in him. Father, thank you for your word today. I pray that you'd bless those that hear this whenever they do. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, DanaGlynSmith.com. Listen to the articles, I mean listen to the shows and read the articles. And also get a copy of my book, The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. You'll find the links at both sites. Our main book page is over on Dana Glenn Smith. Check it out, get the book, read it, and then send me the comment or comment where you bought the book. Until next time, be safe. Be blessed. Have a great weekend. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of
1: The Warn Radio.